Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Our Ladies of Sorrow. It was written by Kevin Ross, and it's from Miskatonic River Press, which unfortunately no longer exists. You might be able to find a rare copy on Amazon for a ridiculous price. Our game master is Alex Sun, and this is episode one. Before we begin, I would like to issue a trigger warning. This campaign deals with a number of heavy issues, including suicide. If you or anyone you know needs help, we will post the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at the end of the video. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Alex. Thank you, Tom. Our story begins in a coffee shop called Karma Espresso in Boston, Massachusetts. It is a Monday, June 15th, 2009, and it is a sunny afternoon. Five friends are meeting up after a few years of being away. June Bear and Brenda Garcia. You enter a bustling cafe. It is a warm place that smells like morning routine. Bright studio lights shine down on homey decorations and wooden furnishings. There is a wide mirror on one of the walls of this cozy cafe. So what do you see when you look at yourself in the mirror? Please describe yourselves. Okay, um, June is late 30s, small, kind of dumpy and plain looking, dresses very unfashionably, as you can tell. Brenda would need to maneuver around some of the clients. Uh, she is about five foot short. And so you might just see the tips of her hair over the shoulders of some of the patrons. Uh, as she moves over to check her reflection, she is wearing a rumpled button down shirt. Hair is sort of put up in a gel cropped short. Uh, describes herself as a low brick wall. Uh, very short, stout. Uh, and whenever she sees June, she loudly in the middle of the restaurant would say, June Bear! Oh, Wonderful. So a staff member, uh, a young woman with blonde wavy hair uh, attends the counter. Her name tag says, Natalie. Uh, and it's your turn in line. Oh, um... Hey, hey, Natalie. Hey, it's, uh, it's, it's June, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow, you're um, becoming a regular, the usual? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, just a small latte, please, uh, almond milk. She serves that right up. Uh, and the only table that's available right now is a window seat. All the other tables are occupied by busy college students. So after receiving your refreshments, Rooster McManus, Milton Kleeman, and Andy Argento, you all enter Karma Espresso and see your friends sitting at the table. Could you please describe yourselves in that order, Rooster? Well, yeah, I'm kind of a Humphrey Bogart sort of type. I'm an insurance investigator. Um, I mean, I, I pretend to be kind of suave, but I'm really kind of plain. Um, I solve mysteries for a living, though they're usually pretty mundane ones, you know, uh, husband murders his wife and decides to collect the insurance. Uh, and I make sure he doesn't. <laughs> um, Andy, 
uh, Argento. His actual name is Antonio, but his friends call him Andy. Uh, he's um, about five foot five, kind of short. Uh, he has dark brown hair, dark eyes. He wears very plain clone uh, clothes at the moment. Just uh, was he has like a a light coat on, like a white shirt and dark, uh, just jeans. It's not his typical. He likes to make himself presentable, but it was it was everything he can get in in a rush to meet his friends. Uh, Milton is a sort of tall figure. He doesn't feel like he belongs. He sort of uh, feels like a deer in the headlights. And he bought a nice jacket once, and it is no longer nice. It is tattered. And when he walks uh, up to the table, he sort of scans nervously around and then looks comfortably at his friends. Excellent. So I uh, I told the woman that she's going to have to do a better job covering up uh, uh, the fact that she actually has three kids and she can't just, you know, lie about that and expect to get away with it. Oh, there's our friends yeah. over there. Oh, yes. Looks like they already made their order. Should we order ours? Uh... Yeah, well, I'll go get a... I go up to the, the counter and I'm like, uh, can I get a uh, vente cafe mocha? Sure thing. I would like a uh, Americano, please. All right. Uh, an another Americano here. Okay. So Natalie hastily takes your order and uh, gives you great service. So what are you guys doing here? Uh I would say as Rooster is walking up, Brenda would also be just very loud and just say, Rooster, and give that one-armed bro hug around the back, like slapping the shit out of you uh, as you're trying to hold your coffee gingerly. Ha, <laughs> ah, Brenda. How you doing? You got any more dead girls for us? Come on, what's up? What do you got? Well, like no deadbeat dead girls and guys. Yeah, we haven't had a murder in a couple of years, maybe. I still think the Biloxi Jane Doe case, I feel like we could make some progress there, at least identifying who she is, Rooster. The, the problem is you keep running into dead ends. Uh, I mean, the question is whether somebody covered their tracks or whether it's just dead ends. Yeah. People people die accidentally all the time and their bodies don't get found. It would just it would be nice to put a name to it, you know? You just you have these people that go as John and Jane Doe's for years and their families never know what happened to them. How long has it been? Like seven years since she disappeared? Yeah, yeah something like that. If she's not alive, then she's a skeleton somewhere. Yeah. Well, so let's, as, let's talk about nicer things. As you're at your window seat, Natalie comes over and gives you some avocado toast. None of you have ordered avocado toast, but there is a napkin with her number on it. Nice. I love avocado toast. Brenda's making big eyes at June. I'm like, no, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nudging the napkin over. 
too soon, Brenda. You know, I put in a good word for you. Chris just got all the stuff out of the apartment. I feel it's like okay. It's... You gotta live it up. You gotta live it up. She's too young for me. It's okay. I'll take you to the Milky Way Lounge. It, it'll be fun. You may run into her there. Who knows? Andy is just silently eating the avocado toast. <laughs> Listening. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. Speaking of Andy, yeah, you're the only one who doesn't get to make the spot hidden check. Okay. I passed. Excellent. Failed. I got a hard actually. Okay. Nope, that's a fail. All right. So those of you who got a success, and even those who got a failure, you see an elderly, bespeckled old man. He's wearing an aged fedora and a brown tweed suit. He's walking down the sidewalk with a cane in hand. You can see him through the glass window. Uh, those of you who passed the spot hidden check, you can actually see that beside him is an old woman with a shapeless dark dress. He turns to face her and you can't hear the conversation uh, through the window, but they start to, to talk. Okay. So Andy, how are your girls? Oh, uh, they're they're fine. They're just getting settled. Uh, my fiance is currently at the apartment. Um, yeah, they're doing just fine. It's been uh, it's been hard uh, traveling from Los Angeles to here. Uh, Rooster, what are you? What yeah, are you looking at. I'm just looking at those two old folks going by. I don't know. It kind of. I hope that someday, you know, I find somebody and get together and we're walking around like that in our old age, but. No, they're starting to argue. Yeah, they're fighting. Yeah, old people argue. Everybody argues. <laughs> see, that's what you're going to be like in old age. You keep this up. She's saying, let's see, she's saying, you never pay any attention to me when we go out to restaurants. And he says, shut up. <laughs> I did have a couple arguments with my fiance a couple of times like that. But, you know, it's just little, little, little arguments. All right. I'll take a listen check at this time now. Wish I had learned how to read lips. That is a hard success for me. Oh, okay. I failed. That okay. is a triple zero crit fail. All right. Do I have blood coming out of my ears? No, no, you don't. <laughs> a normal success for me. You're just not paying attention. Uh, those of you who succeeded, the elderly couple, they continue to talk. And you can see that the volume of their argument is continuing to increase. The old man, uh, she says something, something. And the old man's face, it twists into a visage of fear and he screams out. And you can, those of you who passed, you, it, it can't be you. Uh, no, no. And he steps back, it, it can't. He steps back between two parked vehicles. And there is a sudden crash. A minivan has slammed into the old man. Oh, I'm gonna go oh, out there. Like a, a rag doll. So roll sanity first for seeing that. Uh, it's just zero slash one. Uh, it but reminds I'm, you of a discarded doll. Yeah, I'm I'm on my feet and running out there. Okay, Brenda, Brenda, look that man, that man. You, you, you oh, call shit. nine one one. Call nine one one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I'll, as, I'll call nine one one. As you begin to step out of your booth. 
The old woman, she turns towards the window pane and looks directly at you. There is a smile, a smile that goes from ear to ear, uh, yellow teeth and jagged, and they're all jagged. And then she starts to walk down the sidewalk calmly. Okay. The patrons of this cafe, they're all starting to bunch up at the windows and rubberneck. People are calling 911. What's everyone doing? Brenda is going to rush out to try and administer first aid to... Right. You're with Rooster, I assume. Yeah. Okay. It's it's definitely not good. There's, uh, there's ribs. Uh, they're sticking out of his tattered brown tweed suit. Uh, he's choking, sputtering, and coughing on his own blood. Uh, and with your uh, level in first aid as a nurse, I will tell you that it's it's not looking good. Uh, he oh, whispers right on, something man. to you. Yeah. Three, three sisters. <coughs> and he coughs again, more blood staining his clothes. She's dangerous. Stop her. Can I go just, look to the woman who walked away? She's still walking. But the crazy thing is that she's about a hundred yards down the block now. She moved quick, but time kind of slows down when you're going after some guy in the street. A woman, she comes out of the blood splattered minivan. Oh my God. Oh my God. I didn't see him. I, I didn't see him. He just stepped out. Well, it's like Andy will step out, try to calm down the woman thing. Yeah. Let's call 911. Uh, we'll contact uh, his I, I, family. I was just I was just picking up my kids and now it, Oh my is, god. Oh my god. It's okay, honey. It was an accident. Just 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 uh, stay over there. Don't look. Don't look. And Brenda's you, just uh, okay. Oh, okay. Um uh, if, if, Brenda, is it possible for me to be with at least at least pray for for this old man before he Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, the last rites and all that. Go ahead. Go yes, ahead. yeah, yeah. And Andy's going to do just that just saying to him out I'm, I'm praying for your soul to pass uh pass uh, up to heaven yada yada like to to comfort mm -hmm. him in his last moments yes yes does he say yada yada though i'll say to the woman yep sure go ahead no oh, i was asking you what oh he uh usually even though antonio is not a priest anymore he still carries his personal right. bible with him just excellent doing this anyone can yeah. pray um, so I'm the woman who hit the car. I said, you said you're on your way to pick up your children. Yeah. Is there anybody you need to call? Uh, oh uh, yeah. Call, call. It's like she goes for her cell phone as an afterthought. Yeah. Her mind is just flooded with panic. Let's, uh, are your, are your keys still in your ignition? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. I'm going to move your car off the road. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to move it into the parking spot, nearest parking yeah. spot. Right. You're on Newberry Street in Boston, so, um, but you are able to find a parking spot. Uh, Milton, what are you doing? You did see this old woman and she's continuing to walk down the sidewalk. It's like people are avoiding her unconsciously. I, I would like to, I would like, I would like to try to pursue her. Give me a con roll. Um, that's 48 under 80, so normal. Okay, so with a normal, you follow her on foot. You go from Newberry Street to Commonwealth Ave. And once again, 
she's still a hundred blocks away and just turning a corner again. Um, impossible. I d- it doesn't seem it doesn't seem possible for me to. Uh, does it seem possible for me to continue my oh, yeah. pursuit? I, I will just. I will give it every ounce of uh, strength in me for some reason. What what uh, the old man said as, as he was dying stuck with me. And I just am too curious about finding what's at the end of this. And I'd like you to roll another con roll, please. Uh, that is a 57 under um, under eighty. So normal success again. Okay. So as you pass onto Marlborough Street, then you go on to Beacon Street. And there is an apartment building that you see the old woman step into. But before we get to you, let's go back to the scene of the crime. As the red and uh, blue lights of the police car start to shine, on the many storefronts. Stepping out of the police car is a certain detective, uh, along with a plainclothes officer. Uh, you know this detective as uh, Detective Ron Paris, Rooster. Hey, Ron. Oh, hey, Ron. How you doing, Rooster? Uh, pretty good. We were in the cafe when there was an accident. Oh, I'm um, going to have to take your statement. Yeah, old man stepped out into the street mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, uh, this this woman over here hit him. There was no way that she could have seen him about to step right, out. Right, right. But he uh, seemed to be afraid of some old woman that's left. She's she just left the scene. Huh. That's that's odd. Uh, let let me ask around though. I you know how uh, procedure is. Oh, everybody saw. It. A lot of people saw. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he starts interviewing the customers and the passerbyers. They're not saying anything about an old woman. They all say that he stepped out into the middle of the street and was hit by a car. And then he comes to you for your uh, interview. Well, they, they must not be paying attention because I saw the two of them, the old man and woman, come around the corner and start walking by the cafe. Mm-hmm. I just happened to be sitting in a position where I was looking out the window. I was he- thinking about, you know, growing old. And and then he got, she said something to him and, she, and he got very frightened and stepped away from her into the street. And that's when he got hit. Okay. And she um, looked yeah, I'll make sure to pleased. take a note of that. Do you remember what she looked like? Uh, old woman dressed in black. Um, looked like something, you know, like an old woman would be wearing. Just uh... Yeah, yeah. She reminded you of an archetypal, like, old crone. Old crone, yeah. Yeah. I she had, I could see her yellowing teeth, and they might have been dentures, I couldn't tell. Yeah, that's, um, that's definitely weird. Let's, um... I'm sorry you had to see this, folks. Uh, paramedics are going to arrive and take away the deceased. Oh, he died! Damn it! Yeah. Well, we we jumped up as quickly as as it happened, and he well, got hit pretty hard. Don't take it personally, Rooster. You did your best. the The lady, she's got kids that she was on her way to pick up. She's she's made a phone call, but she's pretty shook up. 
Yeah, uh, I, I assume you're gonna deal with that case, huh? And you're in insurance, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any insurance problem there. It depends mm. on who she got insurance that's with. True. Yeah. Oh, well, that's just an unfortunate incident. How? Um, yeah. Uh, seems pretty open and shut. I mean, he did walk into the street, so it really is a shame. And he looks like uncomfortable, even though this is something that's he should be used to as a police officer. He's just. No, you never get used to it, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just grab a drink sometime. Absolutely. Good, good. Uh, June, would you like to do anything? I'm, I think I would be comforting the, the woman who hit the man. So yeah. just kind of like pulling her away and, you know, just... She's, be she's okay. sobbing. It's it's pretty bad. I, uh, it's, it's not your fault. These things happen sometimes. It's 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 going to be okay. Oh God, I can't I can't go to jail. Are they going to put me away? I, I didn't mean to hurt oh, anyone. Oh, honey, no, no one's going to put you away. It was an accident. Okay. It's it's going to be okay. They're clearly all of these witnesses. There's no way you could have seen him. It's going to be okay. Oh, oh okay. Um, what what's your name? My name's June. What's your name? I'm I'm. Uh... I'm I'm Susan uh, Susan Simon. It's nice to meet you, Susan. How about you? How about we go sit down in the coffee shop and have just a little drink, some tea, maybe, kind of calm your nerves, and you'll be right here, the place to know where you are. Uh, okay, that, that 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 sounds good. She wipes away her tears with her shirt. Now, Milton, I'd like you to roll me a power roll. Fifty-seven. That's a failure on fifty. Okay. You feel like you've had the air in your lungs forcefully just compressed outward. You feel dizzy. You feel weakened. And you, the last you remember, you step into the lobby of this this building. Uh, you got the address. It is uh, one eighty-two Beacon Street. Um, I scan the room. Uh, do I see any evidence of, of her at all? No. Uh, you do see this wide hallway, this lobby. There's a hum of a vending machine as well as an elevator in the corner. This building looks pretty old. It looks like it was built in the uh, pre-1900s. Um, before... And, sl- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Before slumping down in exhaustion and defeat, I'll just um, make a quick, just sort of um, examination of the premises, just just looking through it. Okay. So as you look around, I will say that this apartment building, it's five stories tall. There are the fourth and fifth floor. The windows are boarded up with plywood. There is a mosaic of three women over the entrance. They look, it looks Greek. They are all wearing long flowing robes, uh, blue, white, and green. And as you're looking around, there's an old woman's voice in your ear and it's, and says, you can't do anything right. 
Milton is aghast with terror. He's looking around from yeah, left to right. That was actually a pass. Okay, zero. Um, he sort of staggers around for a second. And then um, I'm trying to look for like some sort of intercom or some sort of thing that could have caused that sound from emitting. And it, I, I will, um, he just, he backs up towards the entrance and then um, despite his exhaustion, he tries to hobble off. Um, okay. Right. So we can even say, meet back up at the cafe where all your friends are. I... I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I lost her anyway. Well, there was so much commotion, you know. I, she just went running off. I don't know. Did anyone see? Did, did she, she push him or something? She said something to him, and then he backed away from her like he was terrified. I, he said something. Um, yeah. No, it can't be you. It can't be you. That is what he said. But you know, I didn't even see her. It was like she kind of came out of nowhere. When you pointed out, like I was kind of looking out the window too, and I just kind of saw that man. Well, they were both wearing black, dark clothes, and it was, it was kind of, you know, they were side by side. So they had an argument. Did you see them fighting? I heard them fighting. Yeah. I don't know. It's just maybe she's glad that he's gone it's i don't know where did you last uh see the woman milton like you're pursuing her right yeah i saw her i it went into an apartment or something and it didn't as the man was dying didn't he say something about three um three Three women three sisters three sisters yeah maybe he wants maybe they're his sisters and he wants us to tell him that He's been killed. I suppose the police will do that, right? In the place where I yeah, went, exactly. there was there was some sort of uh, there was some sort of mosaic that seemed to line up to that. I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe I'm out what of my sort mind. Of mosaic? But... And Andy, you recognize what he's describing? What, wait, you've just moved in there half uh, a week ago. Yeah, uh, Milton. Just to clarify, the mosaic. I I currently am living there. I just moved in. Boarded up windows on the top. No, I'm on the second yeah. floor. Yeah, but, board windows at the top. Yes, uh, it was the thing that we could we could get when we're my fiance and I were moving here. You, you, that that woman's not your neighbor, right? She doesn't live near you. Uh, I hope not. I mean, I mean, uh, what was it? A young man uh, helped me and my fiance uh, move in. Uh, so far, my stay there has been pretty pleasant. But then again, it's only been a week. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just letting it get to my head, but I feel like there is. I, I feel like maybe that maybe that's what he was remembering as he was talking. I, I don't know. Because it was where she it's where she went. I don't, I don't know. You know, people, they, they in our dying moments, you know, it's said that we kind of hallucinate. Maybe he was just remembering you know maybe that's where he lives and he's just kind of remembering his last moments do i recognize the old man at all oh uh, no no like um, uh, you're you're pretty new you 
moved in half a week ago. Yeah. Uh, I see. Okay. Okay, down the street that that direction. Yeah, I, I could show you it. Uh, or, um, or I guess Antonio could. Set a mosaic. Andy, what's your address? Um 182 Beacon Street. I think I know the people that own that building. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. uh, Todd Beach, right? The superintendent? No, not the the people who actually own the building, I think, are the Starrets. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Leela. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I've I've uh, helped them out on a few of their cases in the past. That's weird. So the old lady goes, that's where she lives? Well, we'll know. We, we should tell the police. Would that be enough? Well, tell them where her address is if you, if you well, watched her. Rooster, didn't you say, like, no one else saw the old woman? Do you think the police are going to take that seriously? Well, you said that. I saw the old woman. I'll go talk to Ron. Ron's still, are still there. Yep. There was a All lot right, of so, witnesses. Yeah. So, Ron, look. Um, yep. I told you there was an old lady. Uh, my okay. friend Milton saw the old lady. He chased her down the street. Uh, he says she went into an apartment building at uh, 182 Beacon Street. That's uh, that building's owned by the uh, Starrett family. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take a look into that one. Uh, does Does the name Frank Ryder mean anything to you? I don't know. Not to me. Not offhand. Uh, that that was the deceased. Oh. He said something about maybe having three sisters. Um, I mean, I could do a checkup on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I have to get back to interviewing. Now, meanwhile, inside uh, Comrade Espresso, I believe you're consoling the woman, June, mm -hmm. uh, Susan Simon. Uh, Natalie brings over some waters for you. Oh, thank you, Natalie. You're welcome. Well, look, uh, did you did you did you call someone to get your kids? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, I okay. called my my husband, and she's clearly still in a state of shock. Okay. Uh, she stares off. Happy. Yeah. Have you? Did you talk to the police? They're gonna want to know your story. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll I'll talk to them. I'll I'll tell them everything. I, I didn't mean to hurt anyone. Well, yeah, of course not. No one thinks you purposefully hit that man. It's 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 going to be okay. Uh, okay. Uh, th thank thank you. Um, and then um, you see a car pull up, and that is her husband. Oh, that, that's that's my husband, uh, a Jim. Uh, thank thank you so much for for sitting with me. Uh, I have to do this interview and. Just, just, just go home and curl up. Take, take so it as, easy. As she goes out, I'm going to sit down next to June. She better hope she wasn't drinking anything before uh, before noon. <laughs> right? Yeah. I think it, at this point it's late, uh, three o'clock. She better she better hope that she wasn't drinking anything early in the afternoon. You're going to have to do a sobriety test. I feel like she she wouldn't have seen him, right, Rooster? I mean, with the way uh, the yeah, cars huh. were parked. He he went out between two cars, so yeah, there wasn't much. I mean, room. it's a shame. But you know, but... still hitting somebody in your car. 
That's like what vehicular manslaughter or something when you kind of involuntarily like when it's an accident. I don't know. You're the one yeah, know that yeah, kind of it's, it's vehicular manslaughter. But I mean, she might not get anything, but uh, they have to determine that. She, like I say, even if it wasn't her fault, she better hope that she doesn't have any alcohol or marijuana or anything oh, in her yes, system. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, Walter, well, are you okay? You just look really shaken. Milton? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I spaced out there for a second. Um, are you all right? Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm fine. I, I think I'm fine. I, I just got exhausted r- running after. I, I don't even know why I I don't even know why I did that. I don't know. My adrenaline is through the roof right now. I need coffee to calm down. Oh, uh, a rooster. Can you describe the old woman again? I don't think I've I don't think I got a chance to see. I don't know. You know, the Corona Corridor, some uh, some uh, old with, woman. With long hair? They all hair? look kind of the same, you know. Yeah, you don't recall hair. anyone like that at your apartment. You, you haven't it. even gotten to know everyone yet. Rooster? Maybe she, just, maybe she was just running from you, Milton, and she ran in the front door and went out the back. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't chasing her initially, but... M- M- Rooster, I didn't see her... At, at, the, at first, either I, I don't know how it could. I, I guess he. I guess the old man could have been obscuring it, but initially, I didn't see her. I didn't either. But I well, mean, now, you know, just... now you've got me questioning whether I saw her. But I, I'm sure that I saw her. I can. I, I can see I saw her face her after you pointed her out, Rooster. But I initially just saw the man. Well, it's it's kind of out of our hands now. I mean. But you know, when you get hit with an adrenaline adrenaline rush, you you kind of your mind kind of flips out. That's true. It, it just what worries me is that um, Milton, you saw this old woman going to the apartment I just moved into. Yeah, but how could she outrun you, Milton? I don't know. It's the it, 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 it just seemed like she was ahead of me. I, I don't even know. It, it didn't. It felt like I was. Ma- making distance but it, it always seemed like she just managed to get slip away well maybe we just put this behind us i mean it's weird right yeah i mean andy i understand you being concerned but i just i i mean she i don't think she did anything you know it, it seems just like an unfortunate accident and some I people just, they just they don't want to be around when the police show up you guys you know? i i think i need to go and check my i check my girls and my fiance I, uh, okay. It just works. Yeah. Um, do you guys, do you guys feel like diving into this mystery, or I mean, it got, sounds why don't we go with like... Andy? I want to see this mural. Like, why don't we go with Andy? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll. I don't think my fiance will mind, and of course, my girls—they're very—they're very not—they're very, not, very nice, so they—they would mind company. I mean, it's got elements of a ghost story in it, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Still don't think there's no such thing as ghosts, but it would make an interesting podcast. Don't roll your eyes. I know I've mentioned this before, but I'm telling you, it's the future of entertainment podcasting. I'm talking about my family here. I don't want my family. All right, to be I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. This ghost I'm sorry. story. You're right. The names have been changed to preserve it to 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 <laughs> save the innocent or whatever this uh, phrase is. But anywho, I don't know. And he's just gonna go on. Like, if you want to follow me, come with me. I'll Look, I got nothing apartment. to do this afternoon. Let's go. Okay. Andy, I don't expect you to open up your home. I just want to see the, the mural. If you want to get home to your girls, that's understandable. 
I don't know, Andy. What are you hiding? What have you got at home? That uh... we've been friends for how many years, and all of a sudden you're questioning me? Yeah, well, you're an ex-priest. They're the most dishonest of all, aren't oh they? Oh my goodness! Let's go. come on. You had a just, whole bunch of crackers and wine. Just to be clear, the reason <laughs> why I've, I I had to leave is to take take care of my family. Okay, just to put it out there. And on, on that thought, wait, were you were you Catholic? Yes. Okay. I'm a Catholic but, priest. Or but you didn't Catholic. get your family until after you left the priesthood, right? No, it was during. Things happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my you're no dirtier rooster. than the rest of us. <laughs> my, my goodness, Rooster. I just moved back and hopefully to meet up with my friends and you're already treating me like a criminal. No, I'm glad you're all back, actually. I kind of missed the the sneaking around looking for stuff that i do miss back insurance is so boring well if anything with an old i think at this point he has like an old blueberry like cell phone uh or he or whatever it was called he'll call uh laura that she he is coming home and we'll say that we're gonna have some guests okay she agrees that being said, heading out of the cafe, June, you get the call me sign from uh, Natalie. <laughs> that being uh, so, heading over to 182 Beacon Street, you can see uh, a few people hanging out outside of the apartment building. You can see the mural. Uh, you can give me a spot hidden as well. It's a regular success. Okay. So with a regular success, I'll tell you that the fourth and fifth floors, ones that have been boarded up with plywood, you can see the soot from fire damage. But it must have happened a long, long time ago. Uh, And this is general information. But there's also some people, four people standing outside of the apartment building. There is uh, a jock looking type college student. He's wearing a a jersey uh, for Boston University. He's currently smoking a cigarette and he's listening to uh, some rap music with uh, two other of his friends. Uh, On the other side of the entrance is a, a goth girl and she has a skull t-shirt crop top uh black shorts with fishnet stockings and a diamond ear stud she's vaping a electronic cigarette red hair nice andy what's the story with the top two floors um i don't i don't know I mean, you could always ask Leela, star it, but yeah, she she comes off as she comes off as quite a little uptight. Mm. Um, that's my first impression of her. Yeah, but um, my apartment's on the second floor. Uh, if anything, I can at least show you around. I got I got to at least uh, have a I was acquainted with a couple residents here. So Andy will just show them to where he is on the second floor, apartment six. Okay, so 
if you're heading inside i was going to ask about the mosaic on the outside okay yes so the mosaic on the outside you can give me a history roll or a hard education my history oh I don't have history. uh 42 out of 63 it's not a hard education all right uh mosaic reminds you of the fates yeah the three fates mm-hmm. kind of what i was guessing um yeah i don't know i can always ask the star it's they probably bought they they don't they don't build buildings they buy buildings so yeah they're big yeah, apartment building there. owners does the building look like it was uh actually is there a cornerstone that has the date the building was built yes it does this building uh was built in 1892 uh, it was oh. opened in 1892. yeah okay 1892 so it's it's a pretty little building it's run down but yeah they were bent up decorating with mythology and classic stuff so that's good no big deal rooster i'm not sorry milton were these people here when you came running by with the old woman no i was gonna ask oh. her all her maybe they saw her come out you think we should ask them hey uh, i approached the um i approached uh the group of the two of them and um I say, uh, you wouldn't have happened to have seen an old woman, very old, black um, dress on, um, leave here? Uh, the jock, he says, who's asking? He blows some smoke into your face. Well, um, I'm actually uh, just a janitor. It doesn't really have anything he to do with He starts laughing anything. at you. And... Um, I, we just wanted to know out of our curiosity. Uh, only old lady that lives here is uh, Mary. She's a little weird. Mary? Well, what's weird about Mary? She's one of those religious nuts. Really? What, what, what religion? Uh, she's, I don't know. How do you know she's religious then? What, what, what she, she hands out Bibles to people. Bibles then. Protestant. Hey, hey babe. I'm, I'm going to look at the goth girl and be like, hey, babe. Hey. What's your name? My name is how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm Maddie and I'm 19. Oh, okay. I'm 35. Does that bother you? No. Uh, you can call me Rooster. Okay. Is that because you got a big cock? Yeah, that's that's it. Okay. Interesting. No, it's because I got to... red hair like you. <laughs> sure. See you around. With She's going to walk off. <laughs> Did that conversation upset the jock? Nope. No. Okay. God, Rooster, we're not here for you to pick up women. 
pick up women. I just as likely pick up the chalk. Um, let's get inside. All right. We need to make of this mural anyway. It's kind of strange Greek. for an apartment building, right? Not, not really. Not for the 1800s. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen they they loved that classical stuff. That's why you find all those old pillars and scrolls and Corinthian columns and stuff on old buildings. It's actually section. pretty good. It's a nice, nice mosaic. This place is, is nice it, compared to my place. Is it old woman, young woman, and middle middle woman? Yeah, yeah, looks mm-hmm. like it. Uh, that being said, you're in the lobby. Uh, it's got a bunch of mailboxes. It's got the vending machine that hums, as well as uh, stairs to the side, as well as a elevator that looks really old. What what levels are you on on Andy? Um, I'm on the second level. I'm on the second floor, and even though he's going to take the stairs, you can see that he's walking with a slight a slight limp. Um, yeah, I'm going to take but- the stairs too. Yeah, he's going to take the stairs. I'm going to hang back with Brenda for a second. Okay. I don't know why everybody's taking the stairs. I'd click the button on the elevator. It's on the second floor. I I click the number two button. (laughs) (laughs) The elevator opens. You step in, hit two. Uh, It brings you up to the second floor. And I yell, 1892. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it's a brown carpeted hallway, the wallpaper's peeling. Uh, You think you might have seen a roach, but that's all right. You live in apartment six, Sandy. And uh, yeah, uh, he's going to go over and he obviously has the key to his apartment, so Mm -hmm. he's going to walk in. And um, he's Okay, so as soon as you put the key in, uh, you are immediately assaulted by your two young children. <laughs> Daddy! Oh, Ca- Camilla, Angela, come over here. Yeah, they, they, they hug your legs. Oh, and he just walks with, with like, girls on his legs. and uh, Yes, your fiancé. Oh, are these your friends, honey? Uh, yes, yes. Oh, please, um, come in, come in. We're still moving in, so... Uh, we, we don't have a lot of furniture. We're still ordering some. Uh, she pulls up uh, a box for some of you to sit on. Place yeah. looks wonderful. <laughs> I'll, Thank you. Uh, I'll shake his hand. What was your name again? Uh, my name? Yeah. Uh, it is... Hold on. It's Laura. Yeah, Laura. it's Laura. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm a rooster. <laughs> nice to meet you. Melton. Uh, let me get you some refreshments. Uh, she gets you some soda as you sit down. And uh, Andy's going to pick up his uh, two girls and says, oh, this is Angela and this is Carmilla. And they are twin, twin daughters. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they just smile. They're adorable, Andy. Uh, thanks. I mean, I couldn't do it without uh, Laura. Laura's the one who did all the work, honestly. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's it'll, it'll be spruced up at, hopefully in a, in a week or so. But um, 
I mean, if you want to, uh, the one who moved, who helped help us move is the one next door, number five. His name is uh, Kurt Winter. Young, impressionable man. Um, he was quite helpful. Yeah, if we want to uh, do dinner, I can run out to the grocery store and get something if you if you would like to stay. Yeah, we, we don't mind. What do you think, Rooster? I think uh, I'll go with you. And uh, I mean, because, you know, you don't need to spend money on all of us. Sure. You guys are obviously on a little bit of a budget, so. That's, um, that's very appreciated. We'll take all the help we can get. Yeah, thank you. Do you, by by the way, Laura? Do you know of a Mary in the building, an old woman? Um. Yes, uh, I think that's uh, Mary uh, Morangello. She Mary doesn't Morangello. talk much. Do you know what room she's in? Oh, she's in apartment ten on the third floor. Have you met her, honey? Oh, I, I saw her coming in and out. Yeah. Uh, Angelo sounds uh, Italian. Yeah. I, I haven't seen uh, a lot of, we haven't introduced ourselves to a lot of the uh, residents yet, but hopefully yeah. so. Well, well um, what do we want to, what do we want to fix? I can just run out quickly, go down to the corner market and pick some stuff up. Well, uh, I mean, my family does run a, a grocery store we can go oh there. Yes, they do oh yeah like uh my my family uh they have argento grocers down at north end and uh we can hopefully can help us out they've been helping us out a lot since uh we got yeah there. you can definitely take okay. the train there probably the green line yeah well that's gonna take a little while isn't it though yeah just I'm not There's a closer place. place on the corner and, and go to get some roast chickens. That, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Should we? Uh, All right. I mean, I noticed that June and Brenda didn't want to come up to the second floor. Well, why don't we give them a call? I, I think if they knew the situation, they would they would definitely be into it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, we'll, we'll swap over to, to June and Brenda. Now, you're in the lobby of this apartment building, yes? Mm-hmm. God, Brenda, I don't, I don't know. Do you think we should really be chasing down all of this? This feels, this feels like nonsense. We're intruding on Andy's life. Rooster's up to his old antics. I told you we shouldn't. We should just cut ties with him. The lights flicker. Uh, sorry, what? Looking around. Just, this light. thing just feels weird. God, know, this whole fucking building creeps me out. Yeah, it is kind of strange, isn't it? I don't, the, in the whole, the old woman thing. I didn't I even know. see the old woman. I just, like. I, I, I swear I did not see her until I heard them arguing. Hmm. No, I don't know, but the rest of y'all seem pretty spooked about it. Just. Yeah. I don't Does Andy, has Andy always walked with a limp? Andy, I don't know. I never, uh, I never been too terribly close with him. Mm, but strange. he seems nice walk. though. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a good guy. I just get weird around time. families and stuff, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Well. Are the lights still flickering this whole time? It was huh. just a boop, boop. Yeah. 
Gone. Ah, just old just seems weird. Like like Milton couldn't run down an old woman. That just seems that this all just seems very strange. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It, it's really weird. Like Milton, he's long and lanky. You know, those long legs yeah. they can take you away. I don't know any old woman that could try and beat him cross country. But who knows? About this time, I'm imagining Rooster made text um, saying, like, you know, on our way corner store, picking up chickens. Uh, I I might just tell you as I'm coming down the stairs. Okay, yeah. Okay, Rooster said he's coming back down. Fine. Brace yourself. (laughs) What is that nonsense? That girl could have been his daughter, my God. They they invited us to stay uh, for dinner. I'm gonna oh. run down and get some chicken. Okay. And, uh, um. Do you want some company or you got it? No, I got it. I got it. All right. Well, yeah. I think we we should probably go ahead and go up anyway. All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's guys. It's it's a little depressing. And they obviously don't have very much money. Oh. I mean, they're struggling. I mean, I don't even know what Andy does for a living. His parents got the grocery store, but yeah. You know, they're you they're some, struggling. You so need some cash then. No, no, I'm I'm cool. I okay. I make plenty. That that's all, that's all right, man. I'll tell you what. I, I I'll come with. You know, I. Mm. All right. Yeah. Okay. So you two are off the the grocery store. Excellent. Uh, yeah. June. I'll, I'll head up to I'll head up to the so that you know. Yeah. It's not like awkward Milton awkwardly sitting there. <laughs> Someone's home by himself. Okay. Um, you hear the rapid footsteps of. Uh, probably a, a child because you you were working in kindergarten a lot yeah uh a and a little girl she runs down the stairs past you and you hear calling behind her uh you assume the mother uh naomi don't don't run too far in the little girl's hand uh is a drawing and she stops when she gets to you because she says hi oh, is- I think I think your mother's calling for you, dear. Maybe you should go catch up with her so she doesn't lose you, or oh. you don't lose her. Want to see my picture? Sure. And she shows you a, a picture, and this picture is of a stick figure with uh, long hair, and raised in one hand is a very very sharp cleaver. Oh, it, what can you tell me about this picture, Naomi? Is it? I think I heard your mother say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grandma told me to draw it. And you can see in the bottom right that it's signed William. Well, who's William? He's my friend. Mm. I get inspiration from him in the basement. Is Is William your age? Yeah. Does he live here? Naomi! Oh, sorry. Mom's calling. Okay, yes, of course. And she runs up to the second floor where you're heading. And you see a door open. And you see a tired-looking mother. She says, come on, Naomi. And she closes the door. Uh, This is in apartment eight, which is, uh, I believe, across from Anthony, uh, Andy's room. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll knock on his apartment then. Yeah. Ben, you were let in. Cute, oh, uh, cute kid what? next door. Your girl's friends with uh, friends with her? 
No, no. you don't think you've been introduced. No, we're still they... we're still trying to get to know. Uh, sure. Everyone. Well, I mean, you know, if you're, I know it's summer and everything. If you girls are looking for a friend, she seems like the little girl next door is about their age. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, and he fetches a uh, Angela and Carm- Carmela. Like here they are. Oh, oh. yes. Yeah. Nice to meet you, girls. They wave. Is there a little boy in this building named William? Do you two know him? They shake they their head. Him? No. I looked at Aunt, I look at Andy and kind of like lower my voice and I said, "Little girl next door mentioned somebody in a basement named William." I, I don't know, maybe keep an eye out. That seems a little strange. I, I, I assume the basement is off limits. Uh, it's open for laundry. They've got oh. laundry machines. They've got storage units, but most of the time the door is locked. Uh, oh, if it's laundry, maybe that. it is just another kid in the building. Then they little girl met playing in the laundry room. It seemed strange. You have a lovely home. Thank you. We're, we're still fixing it up. Yeah. yeah. Milton, after his sprint, has dozed off on your couch. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I I think um, I think I'll just fix some coffee for Milton when he gets up. <laughs> Great. So you uh. You're just gonna relax there. Uh, I, I will wait for. We'll get the rooster after uh, Brenda gets back. So. Andy, have you always? I mean, if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. have you always walked with that limp? I don't remember you. Did you hurt yourself? Oh, oh, oh! It was. I mean, I was. It was. It was from high school. I was jumped by a couple of classmates oh my god yeah um that's where i got my got my limp i mean it's it's manageable i mean i gotten it was bad when i got it but it gotten better over years but the limp seems to never go away after how much therapy i went through oh that's that's terrible it is it is what it is all right, so Vrusta and Brenda, as you're heading out to the grocery store, are you doing anything else? Anything extracurricular? Not really. Hey, Brenda, so um, so are, is there anything between you and Jim? Well, okay, so you heard about her and her husband, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I kind of think it's, I'm in a position to offer a guiding hand, as it were. I'm just I'm trying to mama bear it up a little bit. She's a gaby and like trying to help out where I can. A little shy. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Are you a little that no, way? No, nah, not my type, no. not my type at all. You just, you just mama bearing, yeah. Yeah, okay. no, it's just, I, I feel a little bit of a responsibility, a little bit of kinship. So yeah, I just try and look out for her a bit. Yeah. She's a sweet girl. Uh, spends a lot of time around kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad she did. I uh, I really, I, I don't know. I just, I don't get on with kids that much. It's um, my, like, my aunt, she has a couple of kids, and I love them to death. Uh, but other people's, it's, I don't know, just prefer adults, I guess. Well, the only advantage of other people's kids is that you can walk away from them and not be responsible. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not so great with kids either, or long-term relationships. <laughs> well, there's a news flash for nobody. 
Well, I'm only 35. I still got plenty of time. Sure, you've got your whole life ahead of you. All 20 more years of it, the way you've been drinking. I don't drink that much. I, I, I know why. I know my limits. Okay, okay, okay. Besides, I get funnier when I get drunker. You get a little nicer when you get drunker, too. So, like, I, I, I rescind my point. Never mind. You know, I, 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 while we're talking about it, the thing is, day in and day out, what I deal with is people trying to cheat the system, people trying to be dishonest, get away with stuff. I get a little dejected, you know? I want to see the good in people, but... You know the old phrase, you know, oh, such and such couldn't have done that. They're nothing like that. Those are the ones that are the ones that are like that. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I get depressed, and, you know, the way that goes. It's nice to see you all again, though. Yeah, it it is nice to see y'all. That's, uh, I try and, I try and keep busy, you know, so you don't feel it as much. That's with me at... Uh, I can empathize it's a bit different. I see people on the worst days of their lives every day, day in and out. Yeah. And after they're done, that that's it. It's no thank yous. It's no like relief for feeling better. Like we try and patch them up and send them out and they're just pissed off because everything happened to them. Yeah, so. yeah. You guys patch them up. You guys save their lives. And what do they do? They say, thank you, Jesus. They sue us for malpractice. That's what yeah, they, they sue you for malpractice. Do we want the savory or the rosemary chicken? Or I like the rosemary. Garbage? If someone doesn't like rosemary, I don't trust them. Well, the rosemary, yeah, and then add the garlic into it. Yeah, well, I have three of them. There's, there's the kids too. So sounds good. Well, tell you what, let's do two rosemary, one plain. That way, if the kids don't like it, they can have uh, mac and cheese, uh, whatever it is, kids eat soda pop, and yeah, we'll get some sides. Yeah, and then we'll head back. Excellent. So as you ring out. The, the chicken and pay for it. You start to head back and you approach the three sisters apartment building once more. Give me a spot hidden rule. That is an aught five. Just okay. regular. So from the third floor, you see a curtain that is uh, open and there's a small face, uh, small circular glasses, they, they peer out at you. It looks like the wrinkled face of an old woman. Oh, hey, uh, Rooster, did you see that old lady? Did yeah, she have glasses on? Oh, boy. I don't think so. Hmm. Guess I'll tell Andy he's got some nosy neighbors. Current closes rapidly as soon as you wave. Mary? Yeah. Hmm, maybe. I don't know. I didn't get a good look at her myself. I was checking my phone. And at this point, it's about 530. Uh, and when you're in the main hallway on the first floor, uh, a Korean man uh, with long hair, he's wearing a big uh, white gown. And he's carrying this, this bundle of uh, brown cloth in his arms. He hurriedly brushes past you and walks up the stairs. You say he's like in a white robe? Like, uh... Um, it looks like a white shirt 
and then it, it looks like something that a grocer would wear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. And this brown thing, this brown cloth, it's might be bloodstained. Butcher? Maybe he's a butcher? Yeah, maybe they got some fresh cuts of meat. I don't know. You hear him walk up the stairs. Oh, he brushed by me going into the building? Yes. Oh, oh I, I thought he was heading out. The building. Yeah, I thought he was heading out, too. Um, and it's about 5.30 now, and the sun's starting to set, uh, basking Boston in a brilliant orange. Hmm. Well, I, guess, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, follow up the stairs, like he's, maybe uh, just seriously peek up. He's taking the evidence of his last murder victim up to wash yeah. it in the washing machine to get rid of the blood stains. When you like get to the, the second movies. floor, you still hear him going up the stairs. Okay. Well, I'm going to just go to the door. Yeah. All right. There's a knock on the door, uh, apartment six. Uh, Milton, Milton, it's time to get up. I think dinner's here. Laura opens the door. Oh, thank we you. We have thank dinner. Dinner has arrived. Wonderful. Uh, yes, I'll get the table ready. And you all have a, a dinner. Um, and well, you set up the dinner. Um, honey, honey, Andy, can you can you get um uh, a Kurt, please? You said you'd invite him. Uh, oh yes, yes, yeah, Kurt, and um, Andy's going to go over and, and knock over to apartment uh, five. Okay, so the door to apartment five opens, and there is a younger man. He's tall and thin, lanky. He's bespeckled, and he's wearing a Boston Red Sox T-shirt and jeans today. And he looks up at you and he says, hey, uh, what's going on, Andy? Oh, uh, would you like to uh, come over for dinner? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, there's a bit of hesitation. Um, I actually had something today, but like, uh, he's not answering. Uh, uh, is there something wrong, Kurt? Yeah, it's uh, my friend Frank. Uh, Frank... Uh, Frank who? Uh, Frank Ryder. He's a he's a writer. Uh, oh. Um. Please, uh, come. More of a reason to come over for uh, dinner. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Andy's patting him on Sorry. the back like it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a lovely dinner. And I do have friends over, oh, old friends I've not seen for a long time. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be wonderful. That's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, so Kurt heads into apartment six. He says, oh, hey, everyone. Uh, nice to meet you. We got a party going on here. Yeah. Uh, Kurt here is my friend. Rooster, uh, Milton, June, and Brenda. Wow, that's, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you all do? Uh, oh, I'm an insurance <laughs> investigator, but we're kind of have an impromptu mystery solving club. Oh, That's I love mysteries. Uh, yeah, there's a bit of a big one today. We're trying to you know, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. I guess. My, my buddy, Frank, he loves mysteries, too. He's a he's a good writer. Uh, what about you? And he points towards uh, Milton. Uh, I'm actually just a janitor. Um, you know, that's a respectable profession. You don't get enough appreciation. 
It's nice to hear you say that. You're welcome. And then uh, June. Oh, teacher. Nice. Teacher. Uh, teacher. Cool. Brenda. Nurse. Oh, cool. Well, you never have to see me at work. Well, come, come sit with us then, Kirk. You know, maybe you can uh, help us with our uh, newest mystery. Yeah, um, cool. I actually um, write for a news and commentary website. It's called Strange But True. Mm. Yeah. And he sits down. And uh, you're, you have dinner. I'd like a psychology role or a psychoanalysis. It's a regular um. success. I, uh, if I spend one point, I can make it a hard success. I actually rolled a hard success. I has got a hard success. Excellent. So over the course of the dinner, you can really see that he's pushing to make friends. And um, you realize that he's, he's a little depressed. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Kurt, uh, is everything okay? Is about what you mentioned earlier? Uh, yeah, I just I still haven't heard back from my friend Frank. Um, Frank Ryder. Yeah. And that writer. Oh, the writer. Yeah, you know he's he's friends with Stephen King and all that. Winner of some of the uh, gold daggers. Oh God. All right, so you got some connections. Yeah, I actually um, met him two years ago when I moved in. And, you know, these big name writers, you really don't think that they're ordinary people until you get to know them. And then they're like, they're real. They're not, you know, on their high horse. They're actual people that love to hang out. And I just, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times it's just that they're busier than the rest of us. Yeah. Well, he's retired. Oh, how old is he? Uh, I think he's in his seventies. Oh wow! Yeah, seventy-four. You know, um, Frank Ryder. Yeah, Frank Ryder. Uh, he lives in the building. He's not answering oh, his Jesus door. Jesus Christ! Um. Um. Oh shit! Uh. uh after hearing, seeing how the mood has changed, uh, Laura, he, he, Andy asked Laura, "Get um, I think can you can you put the kids to their uh, bedroom for a moment, please?" This um, is, sure, this honey. Is a, in, this is sure. a serious matter. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Kurt looks around. Hey, what's going on? Um, it is regarding to your friend, uh, my best friend, your best. Uh, a friend and Andy's gonna look over to everyone who's going to uh, say it. everyone's looking down <laughs> that at the rotisserie are, chicken uh, Kurt there are uh, there are a lot of weird coincidences that happen in the world and this is the first time we've ever met you but this afternoon we were in a coffee shop over on whatever street and uh, an old man stepped into the middle of the road and got hit by a car. And his name was Frank Ryder. Oh. 
No, it can't be. I think they took him to General Hospital. Um, Is he okay? I don't think so. No. Uh, Kurt, if it please. He drops his silverware and he clutches at you on your shoulders, Andy, and he starts to sob. I, uh, he, he was my friend. I, I know. Fuck! Let's get him some water. And Andy, he's just crying, soaking your your clothes. Yeah, Andy is just hugging him tightly. It's no. So, it, it's. Oh. I made sure he passes on. Uh, on good. Fuck. Yeah, he's he, he's in the he's in the better place now. Oh. I, I. Okay. I, we were all at least. I was uh, I'm so back. sorry. I just. No, no, it's, I, it's I think a, I need so, to be alone right now. Dude, is there somebody you can call? You need to call somebody. Uh, you have a yeah. friend or relative? I, I don't have a lot. I mean, there's my sister. I can call her. Yeah, call well, your Kirk, sister. why don't you stay with it? I don't think you should be alone. Uh, okay. Huh. Uh, I, I don't really have anyone to stay with. My sister won't really take me. We don't really get along that well. How about, uh, Kurt, how about you talk to us about the commentary, like Strange But True? I mean, we are all mystery fans. No, I can't. I just can't right now. Fuck. Okay. How can I roll to calm him down or it's not even possible? You can give me an interpersonal skill. Uh, Charm? Yeah, that might work. Uh, 006. Okay. So, yeah, you're able to console him uh, a little. It's it's difficult taking the death of a good friend. Um, yeah, Andy's giving him, like, some water, just having him sit down, pad, just to let him, like, grieve. Uh, yeah. He needs space yeah. to grieve. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm I don't mean to. I, I'm sorry no, for ruining dinner. This, this is nothing to. Uh, that's nothing to to apologize for. We just happen to be there <sighs> when. Okay. I, I'm I'm sorry, uh, Kurt. Kurt, it's it's not your fault. I'm just. I know. I know this is really hard right now. Um, Kurt, do you know any old lady that was a friend of Frank's? Not a friend we, of Frank's. What, what yeah, we, we, we were, saw him. We we saw Frank with an old lady. We, we were we were talking about nightmares. We'd get like we both got attacked by uh, this this old hag. Have you have you heard of it? Well, we actually I I saw an old lady, an old hag, talking to him oh. in the street. Uh, well, whoever she is, she needs to pay. Well, she seems to have vanished. And we, I, I was talking to Frank about how this place was haunted. It's definitely I, haunted. You've had these dreams too, or just Frank? Yeah, yeah, we both had these dreams. And what? yeah, you're starting to notice it. There's some black spots underneath his eyes from sleepless nights. Describe the dream to me, if you don't mind. Uh, there's, there's this, I'm laying in bed 
and and I, I can't move at all. I can't move my head. I can only move my eyes. I, I can feel her presence in my room. And then she just, she gets on top and she doesn't do anything but crush me. She crushes the air out of me. And I'm terrified every time. Um, I thought I was going crazy until Frank said that he was having those dreams too. It's it's actually not, not that uncommon. It's called a night terror. You're yeah. half awake and your body's paralyzed because you're your brain paralyzes your body when you're asleep. Um, I've had that myself happen a couple of times. Oh, I'm sorry, but Frank's one. dead and we're talking about ghosts. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, okay. I, Do you need some alcohol? You want, no, you want a drink? No, I, I don't think that's... I don't know. Is that good? Uh, I well, probably no, that's not... A, Kurt, that's not a good idea. Okay. Well, it kills the pain. You see, Do you want to talk about heavily. Frank? Do you want to honor his life and, and uh, just? Uh, I think it's. Him? I think it's Dusan. I think I need to just be alone. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. He leaves. Oh, uh, okay. uh, uh, Kurt. Remember, if you need anything, just have just knock on my door. Um, I'll do. I'll do what I can. He half acknowledges you before he's out. We should probably go by and check on him later. Uh, I, I this time it's about 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. we don't. I know that was that was really a weird coincidence, though. Don't you think that here he is and here we are? And oh boy, I just feel so bad. I, and I don't think he's okay. Even before we brought up the whole topic of Frank. No, he's. I don't know about you guys, but I got a vibe, and it wasn't a good one. Well, I seem lonely. I mean, I've been lonely before. You know, sometimes you're looking for a friend anywhere you can find one. There's no way that could have gone well. And if we didn't tell him, someone else would have. Uh, uh, um, I doubt. Uh, Brenda. Can I, can I dispassionately say something? I mean, I, I, it's not, I don't want to sound callous or anything like that, but there's too many coincidences. Things are, every time in my experience as an investigator, as an insurance investigator, when things start falling in line like this and things start being really coincidental, I get the strong feeling that somebody is setting us up. And you know, setting somebody up to be the witness to something so that they can make up some sort of an excuse. I don't know. Something in this is really freaking me out. Who would be setting us up, Rooster? I don't know. See, we don't know. How, we don't have all the information yet, and I could be completely wrong. It's just you know, this is my nature. This is what sort of shit that I get into all the time. Oh, it's very difficult for me to see people as as innocent. Uh, Brenda, you have a thought? Uh... Yeah. No, I think that that was never going to go well anyway. I think Rooster, you you sound a bit paranoid, but I know. I know this job is hard. I I know I understand, but you know this is, you know, shit happens, and we just happen to be very close to it. I think while she's saying this, she's going to uh, write out on a piece of notebook paper or something. She's going to write her cell phone number and say, "If you need to talk, Brenda," and go out to slide it under his door uh, down the hallway. Okay. Is it not working? 
God, what an awful way to find out that your friend was dead. Eric, you know, find out? I don't know. Come to a dinner three. party and find out from the, the guests at the dinner party that your friend is broke. I, I would, and he happened to be living in the same building as here. I, I again, I'm still getting you, I'm still. Uh, well, we don't know what the relationship was. I mean, there's quite an age difference. It could be like but, a mentor. But uh, Kurt shit. didn't have a, a ring on his finger. Loneliness, you know. I don't know. I mean, he expressed that he's a writer and then Frank was a writer. It won't surprise me if they were um, not only happy to be in the same building, but they maybe are create know how creative minds attract each other yeah but you know grief grief i don't know levels of grief that seemed more like somebody closer to him than just a friend i hope he's okay i i will i will check on him uh he's really distraught right now um, sounds like a weird question brenda but is that normal with what you would see with grief of a friend i think in my experience it's about capacity you know some people who are already at, towards the end of their rope that another trauma that really hits them other people that have a nice like gestures around the home family daughters everything like that builds resilience uh I think he was already kind of scraping the barrel and this was just kicked it out from under him. Psychological profile, it would be interesting to know if his parents were alive because a lot of people who grow into adulthood and then lose their parents have a real hard time dealing with death. You lose your parents when you're a kid, you're kind of used to, you know, by the time you're an adult, you're kind of used to people dying I don't know I don't know I don't want to backtrack in this conversation but does anyone remember when he said she's she's got to pay or something yeah I think he's yeah. it sounded like he's having night terrors and they just maybe that old that whoever this Mary is rubbed him the wrong way and he just keeps ascribing it to her uh, I don't know do you think he's got uh, a Facebook or anything Brenda's gonna pull out her phone and just like try what was his name again? Looking him up. It's 2009. Uh, it is, there, is, is there Facebook yet? <laughs> it's 2009. Yeah, Facebook was still good then. Uh, yes, Facebook is a thing. Uh, well, his account's private, so you probably have to friend him. <laughs> Are yeah. you going to friend him at this time? Uh, hey, June, why don't you look him up on Facebook? He seems, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah, he's smiling. Uh, he's He's got a Celtics t-shirt on. He's at a game. Look through his pictures. See if there's any indication. Are you going to friend request be, him? That he might be gay. Oh, you can't see his picture. <laughs> yes. I'll, I will friend request him and send him like what I, I'm trying to a kind note like I'm just okay. I was thinking about you and I was worried about you and if you need mm -hmm. anything please reach out okay he's probably yeah. not on Facebook he hasn't now. accepted that yeah. fair enough is there anything uh, I can tell like 
not being a friend, you know? Uh, unless you got some kind of computer science. Right, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, what, about, what about that website? Alone. Maybe if he was having a hard time, it was coming through in his writing. That's strange but true. Smartphones. Yeah. Yeah, you head on over to strangebuttrue.com. Uh, it's it talks about like weird supernatural stuff, uh, events happening in the world. It covers new gadgets like the iPhone, which just released in 2007. Uh, the owner is Elliot Cleaver, uh, great-grandson of Elijah Cleaver, and he was once the owner of the newspaper in Arkham. But yeah, it's just a bunch of uh, fad articles, just like uh, Geekology.com, which is no longer with us. Um, she said something about thinking this building was haunted. Let's see if there's anything in there about that. That's something I would like to know before moving in. <laughs> yeah, there's no articles on about this building uh, and on that website yet. Andy, do you know how to tell if your building is haunted? Uh, it isn't. It isn't. I hope there's not. It's no such thing as ghosts. Yeah, but at least this guy—he sounds like the type that might, you know, if he's having a hard time, seems like he might deflect or project onto some beastie. Is there a search function? I could at least just see articles that he has written over time. Yeah, yeah. So you've searched uh, Kurt Winter's articles and they touch upon like uh, cryptozoology, like Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, uh, ghost sightings, you know, ghosts and Alcatraz, uh, and then some tech articles about uh, recent inventions like the iPhone and other technology that's out in 2009. But Breath nothing of. that has to do with you know, the apartment. Seeing this, Brenda is sort of like internally wishing she could pull that slip of paper back out from under the doorway. But... Um... A person in grief and person in pain, you know. We're all just human, aren't we? Oh, boy. Well, if I hear weird noises coming out from this room, I'll call you. Yeah. It's 8 o'clock now. It's getting dark. Um, it is dark. I, I think we should probably get out of Andy's hair. You yeah, know, he's got yeah. kids put to yeah. bed. Again, it, it's, it's a pleasure to see all of you. I just wish it wasn't a better. <laughs> yeah. In a better Keep way. all the leftovers. You'll, you'll be able to feed your kids for a week. Oh, yeah. We need all, all the help we can get. And you can make chicken stock out of it later. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I, I know what to do. My, my parents taught me, right? How to all right, all right. Things. <laughs> oh, Brenda, I used to have a... I used to have a roommate. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about him in a long time. Colt. He used to make chicken stock and turkey stock out of the turkey and all that. And we had gallons of that stuff in our freezer. And we never used it. <laughs> Your roommate eventually just that. throw it out. <laughs> oh my God! We just keep cycling through it back at my house in McAllen. I think as we're there were on only our two of us. So. <laughs> I think as we're on our way out, um, Brenda may kind of like buddy up a little closer to June, elbow her a bit, and say, "So, uh, you want to go to the Milky Way?" 
I guess I'm all for the fun. There's bowling, sure. there's not? drinks. You might all right, fine. There. All right, all right. Milton, what are you up to? Honestly, Rooster, I feel pretty tired. I think I'm gonna, I think we're gonna go to bed. All right. How are you getting home? How I'll close? drive you if you want me to drive you. Oh, that would be wonderful, Rooster. All right. So as you're walking you down okay? the street, I'm, I'm sorry, fine. It was troubling, but I'm fine. Uh, you know. Okay. You just, you just you don't seem yourself. You fell asleep on Andy's couch. That's a little strange. Milton, I still have some coffee for you if you want to at least have a. Well, I forgot to drink the coffee. Well, well, I, I think something it's on the way back. Okay. You just ran yourself ragged. Chase exactly. that freaking old lady. I saw. Actually, with that nap, you feel a little better now. You okay. feel normal. <sighs> I'll drive him home. Sounds good. So you're walking Get over out. to Rooster's place where he has his car parked. And you're walking down the sidewalk. It's pretty empty. Uh, despite it being a city. As you're walking down the street, the street lights that are illuminating the sidewalk, they go off one by one. Has Harry what Potter come out yet? <laughs> 2001, baby. There you go. I'll be like, well, uh-oh. You are shrouded in darkness despite there being uh, lights from other buildings. Uh, Milton's actually like hyperventilating a little bit and um, <clears throat> he just sort of scans the area around frantically and um, it's like, hey, hey Rooster, what's going on? I don't know. Uh, lights went out. Sometimes there's a lightning flash and the lights go out because they're on time. They're on, on light sensors, but I don't know. Just give it a second. It should come back up. They don't. I don't want to trip on anything. Okay. Um, but eventually, we, how how dark is it? Can we see the ground? Can you can we, still see the ground. Well, let's, let's keep going in this direction. Just be careful. You might not be able to make out shapes. Milton, you want to hold my hand? <laughs> Wouldn't be against it, actually. Right. Excellent. Go ahead. All right. So you you eventually get to Rooster's place. What kind of place do you live in, Rooster? Um. um yeah, it's probably it's probably not much more than an apartment. Yeah, okay. we'll say that there's only four apartments in the building. It's a little building. Sounds good. And I'm on the and ground floor. You get into your car, and you start to drive Milton home. We're gonna switch over to Do the uh, lights come back on somewhere in no. the street. It's just that street. It's dark. Oh, okay. Uh, what about June and Brenda? So you're going to this uh, Milky Way. Yes. And that is a. It is a it is a barn lounge that has okay. been built out of a refurbished bowling alley. So Wonderful. you walk into it from the ground level. I'm actually not making this up. I looked this up before this game. Mm -hmm. So you walk in at the ground level and it's just pretty austere. Then you walk down some stairs and there's bowling lanes and fairy lights and stuff going on in the basement. Very like candlelit, just barn lounge. Soft All right. So you walk down the stairs and you're overwhelmed by the neon lights and the mood lighting of this hip place. What are you doing? You're just going to get some drinks. Yeah, just get yeah, some. Uh, 
Brenda's yeah, gonna start I'll chatting. Like to take people up. Okay. Sounds good. Dragged along by Brenda, I think, mostly. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you should talk to these folks. Come on. Oh god, fine. No, I told I told Natalie I would call her though. I this is That's fine. You might see her here. Come on. Let, let's go look for her. Come on, come on. Here, oh, take this. Fine, fine, God. Yeah, you do have her number. That's still tucked into one of your pockets. Do you want to call her? Come on, sweetie, you can do it. I'll call her if you don't. Come on. I'll te texting. I'm texting her. It's less awkward. Okay, no emojis though. I don't like those. Fine. I'll I'll ask Natalie. I'll I'll tell her that I'm at the Milky Way Lounge in Lanes and see if she wants to join. Okay. Yeah, you get a text back. Uh, probably after you know, a minute. Uh, hey, June. Um, I'd love to, but uh, my brother's having a really bad time. And uh, if we could move this to tomorrow, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I'm sorry to hear about your brother. I hope everything's okay. You know, yeah. maybe another time. Thank you for understanding, she says. Do I know what Natalie's last name is? No. Okay. Seems like I'm not going to ask her that. That seems weird. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. I never learn last names. Are you kidding me? Excellent. She said her brother's going through a hard time. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it's nothing. It just seems very weird, right? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. There's no way. No way. Yeah, and yeah, Brenda is getting progressively drunker just as the minutes tick by. You're right. right. It's just it's coincidence. So how how bad does drunk uh, drunk Brenda get? I'm curious. Enough that her her speaking voice is a solid shout, but like not enough to be super sloppy. But it's just the volume keeps getting turned up to eleven, and uh, yeah, it just keeps trying to more and more sloppily i try and introduce june and be like hey you should meet her she's a really great teacher she's so sweet and her skin is really soft too that like she, I, she moisturizes that she, it's great you should talk to her inside voices brenda inside voices please we are inside i'll take a power roll june june okay yeah Uh, oh, that's passed. That's a that's a hard success. Yeah. Okay. So there's this dark thought that emerges from your subconscious. It is of your ex-husband's face, but you just push it down. Ignore. Nope. Get over it. Uh, so it doesn't prevent you from having a fun time. Let's switch over to Andy. Uh, is everything okay, honey? Uh, Laura says. Uh, I, I heard a lot of uh, crying and, and swearing. And oh, oh, it, it, it's fine. Um, it it just turns out that our uh, our neighbor has lost someone very close to him. That's terrible. I I, I know. Uh, uh, what bothers me is that um the person that he lost, uh, my friends and I. I told you about them. Mm -hmm. Um, that uh we we happened to be there i i was there to help him pass on on his last moments okay and uh it's it you are a good soul 
Uh, thank you, Laura. Uh, I still am a man she of hugs God, you. after all. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, and how are the how are the kids? Oh, they're sound asleep. They uh, they overexerted themselves, and you know they just knock out just like that. It's great oh, okay. for once. Yeah, that that's good. Um, uh, uh, Laura, have have you met anyone else in the apartment building? Um, well, there's the uh, I think there's Jeff Waller. Uh, they live. Uh, across from us. Uh, I think he's a foundry worker and he's okay. currently dating uh, um, Tonya. Tonya's a hospital cook. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and I remember you mentioning uh, who, Mary? Oh, Mary? Uh, yes, she lives on the third floor, uh, apartment 10. I don't know her last name, but I'm sure you could check the, uh, the, the mailing boxes on the first floor. Uh, yes, yes. Um, it's, but yeah, it's been quite a, a rough. Uh, it's been quite a rough day. Um, well, other than I'm happy to see all of my friends. Yeah, I'm glad too. I I got to see, see some of my friends too. Okay, and well, it's good. it's good to be back in in Boston. Yeah. Away um, from all that craziness. Uh, yes, uh, I'm. I'm sorry you had to be put through all of that but we are together here uh, as a family yeah and i hope uh, we will be married soon it's just a matter of i'll i promise i'll find a uh, another job i'm i'm decent with the mechanical repairs so hopefully i can at least i'm sure you'll get something with your winning personality <laughs> let's get ready for bed yeah then, yeah we should i'm i've been i'm tuckered out so, excellent yeah. Andy um, so everyone at this point has arrived home Rooster, you get home, you unlock your uh, door, and you step inside. You flip on the lights. They don't turn on. Damn it. Um, I'm going to have to leave the door open to let some light in. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to remember where the fuse box is. Right. Probably in a closet. Yep, it'd be in the master bedroom closet. All right. So I'm gonna stumble towards the, you know, towards the bedroom, go into the dark of the mm -hmm. room, and feel for the closet, and push right. the clothes out of the way, mm -hmm. feel for the metal box. Yeah, and as you're pushing these clothes out of the way, you don't remember owning. Uh, a dress, a black dress. Not for a long time. Um, well, I, I probably can't see it. Everything is black, but yeah. But you're feeling the fabric. Shit! What is this? Am I in the right apartment? You are. I'm kind of freaked out. I'm going to walk back out and make sure the number on the door is correct. It is. And then you're still clutching this fabric in your hand. You look down at it. It does look like an old dress. One that an old woman would wear. So roll sand for me, please. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Yes. Yeah, that's gonna be zero. So uh, yeah, maybe uh, friends playing playing a prank on you. Yeah, I'm gonna turn back around and see if I can get the panel open and start yeah. flipping switches. You turn it off and then you turn it back on and everything's good. Light. I'm gonna turn back around and look up for the dress. It's still there. What the fuck is this? Um, is it on hanger? Yes. 
Well, it was on oh. a hanger. Yeah. Oh, so I pulled it off the hanger. Mm-hmm. I pick it up. Is it in good condition? Bad condition? It's tattered. It's definitely old. Older than maybe you. I'm going to do that sort of half fold of it. I'm going to lay it over a chair. I'm going to look around the apartment and see if there's any indication somebody's broken into my apartment. This yeah, I'll take a uh, spot hidden then. Uh, 29 is, I'm sure it's a pass, but uh, uh, that is a hard pass. With a hard pass, yes, your window is unlocked. So now I'm going really quickly through and making sure that nothing's been stolen. No, nothing's been stolen. Well, I'm going to close up, close the door, close the window. It's this. Okay. Are you doing anything else? Are you sleeping well, in your bedroom? No. At the moment, no, but um, I'm going to see if I can get a hold of Brenda on my cell phone. Uh, roll luck. I don't know. She's drunk. I passed on luck. All right, then, Brenda, you are coherent enough to hear your cell phone ring. Rooster! Brenda, are are you sober? Mm, depends. What's up? Somebody broke, up somebody broke into my apartment. What? They didn't steal anything, and they left an old raggedy dress. Are you sure you didn't just do drag and forget? No, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have chosen this for a drag costume. I'm more uh, colorful uh, than that, you know. Uh, do you need me to come over? It, no, I just... It's fucking weird. A lot yeah, of weird shit's weird. happened today. I don't know, maybe tomorrow. I mean, we, we got, we, we've, we've all got a little bit of vacation here, don't we? Can we get together yeah, tomorrow? That. Yeah. What's that noise uh, in the background? Are you, are you at a nightclub? It's, 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 yeah, you hear uh, like bowling pins crashing in the background. Be like, "Yeah, bit. It's really fun." Um, it's, can you put it in a box or something? I racked up all my vacation days to hang out with y'all, so I can see you then. You can just put it in a shoebox or something. I can, I can look at your drag outfit tomorrow. Oh, let's get together. What about ten tomorrow? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven sounds much better. All right. All right. You want to come over here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the place. All right. Cool. All right. Have fun. I'm going to fold the thing up and I I don't have a box for it. I'm going to fold it up and lay it on the, just in the seat of a chair. Sounds good. Uh, I'd like to know. Oh, continue. Go ahead. I was just going to go into my kitchenette and uh, Mm -hmm. probably open up the fridge and take a swig of milk. Sounds good. I'd like to know. What June and Brenda are doing for their uh, situation? Are they partying all night? Or are they going home? Around midnight, I'm going to put, like, Brenda, it, we need to go home. It's Oh, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I lost midnight. track of time. Yeah, I know. I know. This isn't undergrad anymore. I got gotcha. you. Um, are, are you okay? Do you have a place around here? I have uh, my couch it's, pulls out if you need. It's fine. I, I'm good. I, I've got it. I can all right, all right. Home. I, I have not been drinking. 
Who were you talking to on the phone? Oh, it was just Rooster. Um, I think everybody's a little bit spooked about the about oh. all the stuff that's happening. Sure, yeah. Yeah, he said he found a, he found a dress in his closet, which probably from yeah, you know, you know, probably just a one night stand. He doesn't probably, but but I can understand everyone's a little. Yeah, so I think everybody's a bit on edge. You know, kind of why I'm here. Um, when are we going to his place tomorrow? Uh, I said I would meet him at eleven tomorrow. Okay, well then I I need to get some sleep, and you need to get some sleep too. So let's, let's all right, go. All right, all right. And so then I imagine June just kind of like uses uh, Brenda's arm as like a rudder to guide her up the stairs and out of the building. And once she gets out, she's like, all right, I remember. Yeah, just take the green line. I know my stuff. You sure you're okay? I'm fine. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all good. All right. All right. I'm going to go home. Be safe. All right. Be safe, Eha. Okay, excellent. Um, at this point, since you're all home, I'd like you all to make me a power roll. Uh, Antonio, I would like you to make a hard power roll. Regular. I got a hard success on my power. Okay. Good. Hard Regular. So, Andy, you wake up. In the middle of the night, you look at the digital clock. You go and turn your head to look at the digital clock, but you can't move your head. You are paralyzed. You roll your eyes. The clock says 3 a.m. Roll sand for being paralyzed. Zero slash one. Okay. It's locked. Your head's locked in place. Your eyes, they can wander. You can hear footsteps outside of your bedroom door. They are not your children. The door creaks open. The light from the kitchenette shines in. Give me another power roll. Ooh, I failed that. Okay, Uh, that means you can actually see it, which is great. A dark humanoid shape glides across the floor. You can smell it first. It smells like musk and body odor. And you can't move once again. You're locked in place, a prisoner in your own body. This dark figure, it it climbs onto your bed, starting from your legs. You can't see what's at your legs because your head is locked in place. And then you see something. Let's start from top to bottom. The wrinkled forehead, the matted graying hair wild and strewn about, the yellow eyes piercing into your very being, the crooked nose, the smell of the breath, the crooked teeth, the smile, I don't think you'll be able to forget that smile. And then the weight, the weight of this thing, this thing crushing the air out of you, suffocating you. Make a sand roll, please. Barely breathe. Success. Okay, Uh, that's gonna be a two. And 
This happens for what seems to feel like hours. Hours. And you wake up with a startle. And you lose 10 magic points. Oh, yeah. Does that take you below your magic points? Nope. Okay. Uh, Laura, who is beside you, you jumping up from your bed. It wakes her up, too. Uh, What's going on, honey? Uh, (laughs) I... Oh, um... There was a... I just had a, I had a terrible, I just had a terrible dream. Um, just, just a little, just a little uh, sh- shaken, that's all. Yeah. Oh, it, it's okay, honey. It's okay. And she holds you. Milton! You wake up. The grandfather clock in your hallway is steadily ticking. Tick, tock. Because your apartment is a little smaller, the TV in your room uh, is on. There's a bit of static, and then it focuses. It looks like a black and white film. There's clearly some kind of femme fatale on screen. And as you watch, she kicks down the door and you get a front-facing shot. She says, it's nice to finally meet you. And we're going to end the session there. Cool. Awesome. Excellent. Creepy. Very creepy. Our players included Holly Buto, Chase Kapner, Lex Hurley, Janelle Hipple, and uh, myself with Alex Sun as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.